My friend, my friend, who not only, not only friend, but co-comedy, co-pro wrestler. Nobody else does oh, yeah. this. I, I have not met so many of these. Uh, Tony Watson. Thank you, guys. I pre- that was way that was way too much. Uh, we're like a rare unicorn. Breed, <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's not there's not many of us out there. So there's five of us that exist, and two weeks ago, four of us were on our show together. So I don't know who this fifth is. Uh, <laughs> but thank. Wait, who? What? Probably who? People, people say Cole Cabana, Dolph Ziggler, Mick Foley, oh, and I'm like, those man. guys don't count. They're not Indies. Yeah. They don't know. They don't know the real struggle. They don't know. Right, right. They don't. Plus, they don't know hunger. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, like, I would. I don't know. I guess I just don't really consider those guys comedians as much as like storytellers. You know? uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Like joke structure and being such a right, like such a fan of comedy and like the way to make comedy happen, the way to like write comedy, the way right. to like bite into comedy as the craft, the way you bit into wrestling like the craft, like the craft of wrestling. This the yeah. same passion in it. I'm sure it doesn't. It doesn't translate. Right. You think that happens in like other uh, like professions? Because I know like when wrestlers do comedy, they like they just they talk about wrestling a lot. But you think like like do you think when Michael Jordan went from basketball, baseball that he started like boxing out people while they were on base or whatever? Like he just <laughs> took basketball trades over with him. <laughs> he was like, That was a double dribble fool. Yeah. He's like he's like, I don't I don't know what kind of rules y'all are playing by, but no! <laughs> yeah. He he called up he called up Bo Jackson and he's like, We're a rare breed, man. We're a rare breed. <laughs> yeah. I couldn't think of who else did it. I knew I I wasn't sure that Bo Jackson did exactly, but uh and I also wasn't hundred percent sure that and, it was and Tim Tebow. I don't have very good Okay. No, yeah. well, I don't, Tim, Tim Tebow I have no sports references really. Why are they no Tim either. Tebow? Because I love Jesus, and so does he, and mm. so we bond over that, really. Mm. But, yeah, yeah. Spirit in the sky. <laughs> you, got, you, got, <laughs> yeah. you got a got a friend in Jesus. <laughs> He's my number one podcast fan. I think actually, he I had a, out every week. <laughs> I had a I had a joke that I did on stage. I did maybe twice where I talk about. I don't know a whole lot about sports. I really, really? don't. But yeah, I, we're the same boat. neither do I. I have no clue. I, I don't know a ton about sports, but I do know that I almost got the chance to get Johnny Football on my podcast. Do you know who that is? Uh, Manziel? Yeah. I almost almost had the opportunity to have him on my podcast, and I only had one question prepared. How would it feel to know that for the rest of your life, if if you had done it, people would have been like, oh, you took the Browns to the Super Bowl. And you would be a poop joke forever. 
Oh yeah, that would have been horrible. Cause like it's one of those things that you think will be great, but then like it, it backfires on you. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a lot of things in wrestling that that happens with. I can't think of like who specifically though. But like they'll come up with a gimmick and then it'll backfire. Mm-hmm. Like uh, yeah, dude. Well, like it's like if you carry a prop to the ring, you're gonna right. get hit with it. Right. If you carry yeah. if you carry a chair. Prepare to be hit with a chair all the time. If you carry yeah. a, a kendo stick to the ring, prepare to always get hit with a kendo stick. Treat others how you would want to be treated, but always be prepared. Is like, I think that's good sound advice. Because <laughs> no, you never know, dude. You never know no. who's gonna make the first move. Maybe Whoop. maybe they have a chair. Looks like out. you know. What I mean? Looks like we hit. We, looks like we hit the money load. We can wrap it up now. Yeah. You just gave, gave the good <laughs> advice. That's the end of the show, everybody. Yeah. Thanks for thanks for investing yeah. all of your time and effort into. Clip out. Go ahead and clip out that little bit of really stoned, <laughs> slurred life <laughs> advice that I gave, what? and follow that till you die. <laughs> <laughs> Tone, are you on a? Are you on a, a phone? Is that or is that your laptop? That's my laptop. Is my mic working? Yeah, but it's just like your video quality stinks like a like a big old homeless. Oh bug. yeah, it might be my internet actually. It oh, might be cutting out. Am Do I buffering a, it off? You're buttfering. Buttfering. But what's a butt for? <laughs> I don't use Discord very much. Like I've never been on here. Or what is this one? What are we on? Streamyard. Mm-hmm. Never used Streamyard before, so that could be why. <laughs> Is it just blurry or is it like crackling? Oh, I mean, it, it's it's like it's a little jumpy, but I mean, for the for the audio listeners, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter right. at all. Right. Let me hold on one second. Let me turn this Wi-Fi off and then reconnect. And that should. Had a feeling that was gonna happen. All right, are we better? Is that better? Yeah, dude. Great, good, All good, right. sh- good, good. That's good shit. We'll see. Holds. It might not. I have problems every week on my show because of my computer. So that's why I don't get invited on podcasts a lot. See all the dude. You know. Dude, you know what's funny to me? You know what's funny to me? And and I and I watch I watch all your stuff that you post on Instagram. Like oh, I appreciate that. You're a good comic, dude. You're a funny comic. And I and I and it it's funny to me that like you said you don't get invited on a lot of podcasts. Like <laughs> I'd imagine people probably invite you to on their podcast, or at least if they you know, if they watched your your stuff as much as I do, they'd be like, Well, this guy's funny. Why is he why isn't he on every podcast? Why isn't everybody right. having him as a guest on their show? I appreciate it. Well, the other thing is too is like, I unlike other people, like I invite a lot of complete strangers onto my show. So mm-hmm. like, I just don't have a lot of friend podcasts. That's kind of really what it is. Well, like, I feel the, like I only got on yours because I brought you onto mine, right? Like, no, no, I wanted that. you. No, I wanted you on the show before right. that. I, like somehow but I think saying, I found you on Instagram. Did I find you on Instagram first? Yeah, we we kind of messaged each other for uh-huh. you know like a day, and then uh, yeah, but like I think getting to know each other, on my show definitely like made yeah, this a it, lot easier. You know? It facilitated like, the ease of this. Yeah, for sure. Right, for sure. 
So I think doing it that way was probably easier, honestly, because instead yeah. of like having awkward one on one that could have been, we had two other guys there to make it even more awkward. So, <laughs> well, well, you know, like the, that Joey kid was like like coughing the whole time. Oh yeah, this guy very weak lung. He's uh, we think he might be dying. He's coughing harder every week. It sounds oh, like. Boy. Well, well, like. <laughs> <laughs> like you know zoom gives you the opportunity to mute yourself so that you're not right you're not but he only jacking the sound from everybody else he only mutes himself during moments where like he's not making noise like because we caught him muted on the show mm -hmm. uh it's like what the fuck are you doing turn the microphone on <laughs> and like why are you being quiet you're part of the show you're you're the sniper guy you got to come in when we least expect it and it's kind of hard when your mic's off dude so, so chicken, what's his name? Chicken shit, Joe? Uh, chicken, something <laughs> like that. Yeah. <laughs> Kentucky fried Joe. Uh, but, it changes every week, so it's hard to keep up, honestly. But he's a comic also? Yeah, they're both comics who were pro wrestlers for a little while. But uh, Joe, but Joey, Joey currently is wrestling again, right? He's trying to do this whole like Rocky comeback thing, but I just don't see it lasting longer than a couple months. To be honest, it's like it's just like he he likes to tell himself that he chose to stop wrestling, and now that he just didn't get booked anywhere, and <laughs> I don't know. He's like, dude, I'm going to this Indiana promotion. It's gonna be I'm coming back, and I'm like, dude, this Indiana promotion looks like garbage that you're going to. Like, you might as well just start a backyard promotion, dude. Like, what are you doing? Well, now but would be the time to start a backyard thing. Like, right. Now it's would social be distance. Time. Yeah. Right. Now would totally be the time. Where, 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 who he are you training? Uh, I was trained by Cody Hawk for okay. like three years. And then uh, I did a bunch of seminars, though. That was kind of like what I was known for, was just doing every seminar that I could. Uh, because I couldn't make it to training a lot like later in my career. So I was like, well, I need to get as much knowledge as I could. And so I think I did somewhere around like 55 seminars. I think I still have them written down. But with like some pretty like weird people that you wouldn't expect like to learn a lot from. Uh, like we did a, I don't mean to like shout out, but we did a Robbie E seminar. And that guy was just like, He's just a dick. Like I was like, I can't explain <laughs> what level of like just delusional fame that guy had. But he, this is what happened, dude. So he showed up. He showed hey, up. Hang on, hang on. I'm sorry. Do you have a story? Okay. No, yeah. I, I, I'm not gonna get into it right now. But I'll let you go. Okay. Tell me the okay, story. Okay. Cool. Well, I I did a seminar for him, and he shows up a half an hour late after arguing with the Booker guy about something. I don't remember. But he shows up to the seminar a half hour late, and then comes out and gets mad at us for not all being in the ring and ready to go when he showed up. He's like, hey, you know, anything can happen. Sometimes we show up late. You're not taking advantage of your time by not being ready, okay? I was like, did you just blame us for you showing up two hours late to something we paid for? You fucking asshole. But he said he liked my promo, so I can't fault him too much. But yeah, that's that's just my, one of the many stories that I have. <laughs> like, but my my experience with people who are names 
Uh, uh-huh. Not 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 as much with Rob because I know Rob right. before he was on TV. I know Rob from like mm-hmm. bef- back when he was Rob Echoes, back when he was right. just like on the on the Jersey Indies. But um, <clears throat> like we we wrestled each other before he was ever anybody. And oh, really? what what's what's cool is um like when when he first like made it on the TV doing the Jersey Shore thing, and he was mm-hmm. like kind of becoming a name. I I actually I actually wrestled on the show with him like we didn't have we weren't in the same match but the right. show that that he got signed off of like it was a it was a Terry Taylor it was a Terry Taylor like workshop like a seminar for Terry Taylor and they did a show where it was like a tryout you know who else was on that um Mia Yim was on that oh really uh, yeah and and uh I think she also got signed to TNA from that but um so it was that long ago. Jeez. Yeah. Um, but um, Rob, when Rob first got signed and he was in TNA for a while, like he would come to shows and he'd still be like, hey, Corey, what's up, man? Like, it's good to see right. you. Like, like that kind of stuff. And I was like, that's great, man. Like, he didn't forget where he came <laughs> from because I've seen, I seen a lot of guys come through the business, right. get a little bit of something, and then, like, become a dick and forget where they came from. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, uh, you know what? I'm not going to say any names, but, but, <laughs> Fuck but it. we're calling everybody out. Let's just go. But somebody, somebody who's currently an agent in the WWE. But, oh, okay. But, so but, someone that you probably shouldn't name actually. I, yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to just, I'm going to stop. I'm going to stop. But, but, but like somebody, the dude, the dude slept over my house. Like he was my pal. Right. He's, like we were friends. We like went to the mall together and hung out. He was my mm-hmm. friend. And, uh, then got on TV and kind of became a jerk. Uh, but that's the story. When it comes to when it comes to like people getting a little bit of something, a little bit of fame, they just kind of just suck. Yeah. And they just don't. They're not as cool anymore. Like somehow they forget where they came from, forgetting that the people that you pass on the way up are the same people you pass on the way down. Like right. that. Uh, but anyway, Rob. Rob, used to, I thought Rob was always cool. I thought he was great. Uh, <laughs> and I worked a couple other shows where I, I have, a, I have, a, I have a, a philosophy where if there's names on the show, right. I'm, just, I'm just assuming that they're probably jerks and I don't introduce myself to them because yeah. I, like, like if I'm at the building already before them, I'm not going to seek them out and shake their hand and say hi. Like, I, I just I don't... It's, it's like I don't need yeah. it. I know they don't need it. It's not. It's not important, right? I did that. So, I accidentally did that to Jerry Lawler, dude. First time I ever. I shared a locker room with him, and I was like, I, there was a very awkward moment where, I like, I was like, I think he thinks I'm gonna go shake his hand, but I'm just so scared to even go <laughs> say anything because once I hear his voice up close, I'm like, oh my god, it's Jerry Lawler, and so I just didn't go up to him, and I was like, ah, oh, dude, that was so unprofessionally awkward. Like, <laughs> it just sucked. So I missed my chance to talk to Jerry Lawler, which because of that exact scenario, which is like just being scared. <laughs> a couple years ago, uh, a couple years ago, Jerry Lawler did our podcast, our wrestling podcast. Really? And, That's cool and, uh, and then and then uh, two days later, I was on on a show with him and I like mm-hmm. went up and talked to him. But he, the thing is, like, they gets in the mode of like, say hi to everybody. Right. make a good impression on everybody so it was like he's al- he's already 
like crazy about like, oh, everybody's come up to me and asked me to take a picture with me. So I just was right. like, hey, man, you, you did our podcast on Friday. Just wanted to say what's up because like we talked on the we talked on the on the radio. And now we're talking in real life. Right. What's up, dude? And he was like, oh, man, it was so cool to it was so cool to come on there and talk with you guys. He was yeah, he he's actually like, he's like he act- he's like he's like, hey, I was doing real good. Cody, is it? Cody. Yeah. How's it going? <laughs> <laughs> and, then, uh, and then and then we were like. Then, then we like took a picture of him for for the podcast page, but he was That's probably cool. like, he was probably like, oh yeah, just another dickhead trying to take a picture with me because like that's Jack what I was trying to say I did the radio show. It's like I don't right. even fucking know. I don't own a radio. <laughs> uh, we had fucking uh, Ricardo Rodriguez on our show one time. Oh, I saw that. that. I saw that, that in the guest. I saw that. I didn't listen to it, but I saw that in the list of well, uh, people. It's. It's kind of a bummer episode because that day, for some reason, I just didn't have Wi-Fi. Like my Wi-Fi just would not work, so I had to oh. do it on my phone. And so Shoot. everybody sounds like shit. He's <laughs> on his phone outside of an airport, and I, there's, so there's just planes going up. But there's still some like interesting conversations that we we, we talk about him being in porn, which was real fun, uh, which uh. is all I really had him on for because I knew people would be interested. <laughs> in that. Um, but yeah, he's a cool dude. I met him down in Texas. I went down there to train for like, uh, the week or so. I don't remember, but yeah, that was oh, different. So, so <laughs> go, going back real quick to my, to my Robbie E story. Uh, oh yeah. Yeah. I was, I was at a show where, uh, he was, uh, he was, uh, he, he was doing a seminar and I was not doing a seminar with a guy who like. I'm like, we, we right. have this amount of time in the business. I'm not. Right. Jump. It's, yeah. like, it's like, dude, I have your phone number. I'm not going right, to. Right. 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 <laughs> so, so I, just, I went there and I just sat and watched the seminar from the far. And he was such a dick to those kids. <laughs> he was such a dick to those kids. And he, he was telling them the most obvious stuff that you could learn from any shoot interview. Yeah. And he was just, it was such a waste just, of money, dude. And he was like, <laughs> he was like, all right, you guys sit around and ask me questions. And he was just asking <laughs> questions. He was just answering questions that he would have asked that he would have been asked on some fans podcast. It wasn't even dude. like, uh, I've, I've what? done. <laughs> so, sorry. Go ahead. Oh, my bad. I was going to say, uh, the similar thing happened. Actually, uh, when I did Ultimo Dragons seminar, he did. We did like two or three drills, and then Sonny Ono was just like, "Do you guys want to keep doing this? Or do you guys just want to sit down and talk to Ultimo?" And everybody's <laughs> like, and all these Chikara guys were there, like, they're like, let's just sit down and talk to him. And so I was like, I know this is like this is cool for you guys, but I drove eight hours to learn some shit, and now I'm just gonna <laughs> sit down and tell WCW stories for two hours. <laughs> I paid a hundred bucks to listen to backstage drama between all the, the fucking lightweight workers. It was fun though. He, I did learn a lot. I learned, uh, I learned different ways to put on a collar and elbow and headlock combination, like different, like Japanese ways. It was crazy. Um, but other than that, yeah, we wouldn't really learn anything that day. When was, <laughs> when was the last time you were in the ring? Uh, a couple months ago, maybe like, three months ago something like that 
is there like is there like a gym that you can train it like a like a wrestling a wrestling gym is there like a ring you can bump around in just to train there's there's uh i could go back to my trainer's place but it's, i just have no interest anymore really like i'm just completely out of that world like it's just a different energy that i just don't have time or care anymore you know it used to be something i was like i was all i had and then i discovered comedy and i'm like i don't really need this other thing anyway i got this shiny new toy that i actually <laughs> have friends in you know that i'm actually feel like i'm okay at and that for the longest time when i was like no i want to be a pro wrestler everybody's like no you should be a comedian dude you're really funny and i was like no <laughs> and then i did yeah and so they were right the whole time man uh, <laughs> but i mean i came back twice to like kind of just give it another shot because i had like done like a retirement thing like i was like i'm done i just don't want to do this anymore you and did or you didn't do a retirement thing i did a retirement. it was a big thing it happened at a street festival like my entire family was there it was like a big send-off for me the first uh. match yeah it was a crazy thing and i was like i fuck it dude i don't care i'll give it one more try but just at this one promotion right and I don't know, dude. It just didn't change. Everything was the same. I hated it. I hated calling matches. I hated talking to other workers. It's just not for <laughs> me anymore. <laughs> like, there's a level of like the 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 personalities of the people are more phony than what the business is. Well, here's the <laughs> thing, dude. I blame all of it on marijuana because I think if I never started smoking weed, I never would have noticed these things in the first place. And I never would have like wanted to get out of that world, you know, because I started noticing like just people in general and just like, I just, this is not my crowd. Like, I'm just not, I don't fit in here. I don't really care about the nerdiness of it. Like, I really only like the physicality of it. And then I started grappling and I was like, ooh, maybe I'll get into like actual fighting. And I did that for a little while. I got knocked out in a fight. Mm -hmm. And I was like, okay, well, I'm done with that. And then I went back to wrestling. And then basically, I just wasn't having a good time. And like, I came up with this idea for a gimmick where I was a stand up comedian as a, like a heel character, basically. Like, I would like, I would cut promos as if they were sets. You know what I mean? I had all these different names picked out for moves. And like, it was crazy. <laughs> I had this whole like thing. The whole thing figured out. I did the first promo all nice and neat and stuff, and they didn't like it. And I was like, well, then I'll fucking leave. I don't want to do this anymore. <laughs> so you, 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 sh you shot your shot. Yeah, I was like, well, this is my last chance of like trying to enjoy this. And you guys just basically said that it's not going to work, even though I thought it was pretty good. I thought I nailed it. And he just he didn't like the fact that I said the word bitch, which I was really I had a problem with because like. If anybody else on the show would have did it, it would have been Dude, fine. They, say, they say bitch on Monday Night Raw every week. They Everybody at that show says bitch in front of all the people. So I was like, right. why can't I say it Sometimes in a promo? Are, Dude, promoters, promoters suck so bad. Like, right. like, look at that wrestling. Let's look at how exploitive it is. Like, even more than comedy. The thing is, like... You wanna you want performers to perform and risk their lives, risk their right. health, risk their safety for twenty dollars, and like you you want to jip them out of that if you can. Like you want to try right. to you know what I mean? It's like the the like uh, <laughs> like I I I had a I had come back to wrestling after 
13 months of being gone because I had brain surgery. <laughs> and and I this promoter wanted to use me and he was like, How much do you want? And I, I said, I said I might have said a hundred dollars or something. And he was like, Why would I give you a hundred dollars when so and so and so and so drive up here from drive here from Rochester, New York every month for 20 bucks? Right. And I was like, Well, what I don't know what I'm doing then. <laughs> like mm-hmm. like well But that's the thing, well, that's what I well, don't like about like, I know this could be controversial, but if you were a woman wrestler, he would have paid you that money immediately because they fucking just ask straight up for just wild amounts of money and they oh, get yeah, it. Well, it's crazy. Okay. Um, I I get why you're saying this is going to be controversial or whatever, but like, yeah. but like, honestly, women in wrestling, talented women in wrestling are such a rare thing. Like mm-hmm. it's such a rare thing to find women who will do it and do it well and do what you want them to do. Like in the, because there's so many more men in wrestling than there are women. So like promoters are more willing yeah, to they're pay rare. what they're asking for. Yeah. Yeah. Cause it's harder I'm, to get that match really. Right. Right. So, I mean, I, I have a, an immense re- amount of respect for women wrestlers. Um, I, I didn't, I didn't when I first started, like I, and then I, then I, I dated a a worker. I dated a woman, a women, a little, little, a woman's wrestler (laughs) for like three years. And I had said, I earned all this amount of, they have earned so much respect from me. It was ridiculous. And watching like the amount of, the amount of shit that they got to put up with is it, it's it's it, right. it doesn't bother me as much. It's 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 not on them. It's on promoters. Right. It's on it's on the other level of the business. It's not on the the women. They're not. It's not their fault that they got to ask for more because of all the yeah. bullshit that they got to put up with. But also though, so this is like kind of opposite when it comes to like wrestling and comedy because this happens in both. I've noticed, but like. In wrestling, it seems to happen more in the lower level areas, and like in comedy, it seems to happen more in like the higher ranks. But like the all these like female talents get gassed up, and people like they just you know they just give them more compliments than they actually deserve because they're the hot female usually, and like so they get more confident in themselves, and then like you know they think they deserve more than they get. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like so I feel like that happens a lot too. Mm-hmm. And yeah. that was a lot of the reason, you know, like wrestling was just kind of getting kind of too much because it really did suck to just like watch opportunities just get handed to people because like, they were their gender. You know what I mean? Like it just well, it just if, if it's not time. if it's not for gender, it's for something else. It's like a lot of the times you're you just got no matter who it is, you just are the right person, the right place, the right time. With right. the right amount of things to offer, the thing is, but like, let's be—you can at least admit though, like it doesn't take as much to get popular in wrestling as a woman than it does as a dude. Like, if you get a couple like slick arm drags off, and you have a great look, then you're gonna fucking succeed as a woman. But I've—that's just how I look at it, at least. Because like, well, uh, dude, I, 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 I totally see where you're going. Uh yeah, like I, I've. I mean, I do an amazing arm drag. 
I've I've been doing right. amazing but I've been doing amazing arm drags for for 19 no years and no I've been getting my entire life right I get it to like see the hard cam look at your butt you know what I mean right 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 I get I get what you're saying <laughs> I, but, I I know I, I didn't realize we were gonna get this controversial on here, but, but I mean, now I'm riled it, up. <laughs> it, it, it goes back to continuing to stay consistent in your abilities and and improving right. and improving. Like the more you do it, the the more you do it, the better you get. It's it's hard to want to improve, and everybody it's hard tells to you want to great. You know what it's I mean? Like, <laughs> you because because you allow yourself to not you not you specifically, right? But I'm just saying the the universal you. We will allow ourselves to become victims of not progressing in our right. career goals because we can't. It's like you, you ever see you ever see uh, <laughs> Austin Powers when Fat Bastard's like I'm unhappy. Cause I eat and I eat cause I'm unhappy. Yeah. It's, it's just same, a never ending same shit. <laughs> it's like the, the, the business makes us unhappy because of these things, but right. these things of it make us happy. And it's like somehow because we're being overlooked because of these things, like we, we just overlook like we over, I think a lot of the times you'll hear vets and I, I guess I have to c include myself in that say the business doesn't owe you anything and it right. for sure doesn't, but it feels like it should considering that you'll watch somebody way less talented, you way less talented than you be in the right place at the right time and get the opportunities that you, you maybe missed or should have gotten. Right. So it's, it's hard to not, it's not. It's hard to not be entitled to feeling like you are deserving deserving of something, when, like, and and also like, like, uh, stay on that line of humility of being humble because, like, you you want to also be confident but not be like right. oh too confident and you want to be humble but not too humble that you just get passed by by so many people, so it's 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 it's, it's a weird thin line. Right. I feel like that's kind of why I like comedy more too is cuz like I if you suck the crowd will let you know. You know what I mean? Like there's no fake fans in like cuz everybody like I know like it's I don't know if this is controversial but wrestling is not real, you know, it's a fake thing, but so is the reaction cuz everybody knows it's fake and they're still reacting as if it's real. They're getting hyped up on like just stuff that isn't real. You know what I mean? But like that doesn't have nobody's gonna fake laugh at like a joke that they don't think is funny. So like I think I feel like that's why comedy is a little different. Like if you're bad, you're bad no matter what. You can't like make up for that based on some like POC or gender thing. You know what I mean? Like if if a crowd's not reacting to you and like you come out and get a completely silent match. But if you still have like good technique and stuff, like you can still kind of get away with that. You know what I mean? But like if you're in a full room of people and you're telling jokes to silence, that's it's not gonna work the same, no matter how great the jokes are. You know what I mean? Because you yeah. kinda have more of a job to do. And like, I don't know. I just feel like it's I, I can at least in comedy dig my own path undeniably and not really have like people pick and choose uh where I end up going. Because like, I don't know.
Because all you have to do in comedy is get the booker to book you. Like, you don't have to work with anybody. Like, you don't have to call a match or like it's all your own ideas and it's all up to you so you can't blame anybody else if your set goes bad really like so i don't know i just like it i like it way more i just wrestling's in the past for me i don't even really watch it anymore like mm-hmm. i i just lost basically everything for it i watched wrestlemania and that was great i almost came back to the ring because of WrestleMania. <laughs> that's how good it was uh the Edge Roman Daniel Bryan match. I saw that yeah. and I was like, dude, give me my fucking boots right now. I'm gonna call him up. I'm gonna I'm gonna return to the ring next Friday. Uh, <laughs> but no. Yeah. What, I don't what, know. What what years what years were you active in wrestling? Uh I started my first match was in 2014, I think. Um and that was accidental. It wasn't even supposed to be because I got booked to do some show out in Indiana for we were stupid kids. We were dumb backyarders who basically like fell for anything. And so I guess these like notoriously bad promoters booked us in Indiana and we drove four hours there to find out that the show was canceled. And I guess we should have known something was up. For two reasons. Number one, Buff Bagwell was on the show. Uh, and <laughs> so you would think that's good. You would think that's good. <sighs> but here's how we knew it wasn't. It was because Buff Bagwell was on the show. But the flyer looked fucking horrible. So I'm like, Buff Bagwell's not on the show. <laughs> uh, and number three is, so there was like a running prank when I was a backyarder. I don't know if you know who Mike Quackenbush is. Do you remember? Yeah, of course. I, uh, of course. Not okay. Well, I, everybody used to say it looked like Mike Quackenbush, like back in the day. It doesn't look like it now. I don't look anything like him, but, uh, <laughs> so I had a picture of Mike Quackenbush on my Facebook, like as a joke. And so okay. this fucking promotion took that photo, put my real name, not my ring name, my real <laughs> name and that photo on the flyer. And I'm like, well, what the fuck are you doing? Even my like, stupid teenage brain was like that is so dumb well what are you doing and yeah so we drove all the way there basically to find out the show was canceled and we posted about it and then somebody saw it and was like hey this person up uh they might have a spot on their show tonight and so we hit them up and we drove all the way there they gave us a spot and that was our first official pro we ended up going to like a legit place it was like a full crowd i think they had like a tv thing and they just put us on in like a squash, a couple of squash matches, but uh, and then they paid us seven bucks. So that was our first official paid wrestling match for. Uh, and then, yeah. <laughs> do you, do you want to hear the most Philly pro wrestling thing ever? What <laughs> my my first match, my first payday for my first match was. Uh, $20 and a cheesesteak. They took me oh, out to, to, to Steve's Prince of Steaks. Dude, if I was if I knew that I would get a free cheesesteak, I would drive all the way to Philly to wrestle, to be honest. Because <laughs> their cheesesteaks were so good. I, I don't remember where I went, but we had one, and I... Oh, dude, I almost moved there. It was so <laughs> good. But, man, I could feel it, how violent it was. Like, nobody really did anything to us, but, man, it was crazy. People were just yelling shit, like real angry sports fans in that town for some reason. Like I did not like being in Philly at all. I hated it. Uh, yeah, dude. Uh, <laughs> that's a, I'm not a big what, city guy. 
at all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. I I had like my first my first stu- my first stuff was in front of Philly fans, like um, hardcore, aggressive, mm-hmm. um, like. Uh, like angsty Philadelphia ECW leftovers. Like, <laughs> like because my like my first couple years in the business were in CZW, which was um Oh really? Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, it was like it was like took the place of ECW in a lot of ways. It's like a lot of the, no, the what, fans what flowed C- over. CZW era were you? Like who was there when you were there? Oh, uh, the Backseat Boys, Justice Payne, Wife Beater, Nate Hatred, um, okay. <clears throat> uh, Nick Gage, who's still still active, uh, and uh, who else? I mean, did you ever work with Nick? No, no, I only oh, I yeah. only got in the ring with him at training, like when I was brand new. I was I was like seventeen or something. What was he like in person? Was he like, is he, because I've met him a couple times, but like as a fan, not like as a wrestler. So I don't really know how he is, Like, but he scares the fuck out of me. I'm not going to lie. He's a really like just deranged dude, I think. I I uh, know I, I haven't seen him or I haven't spoke. I know I haven't spoken to him since. <sighs> Remember at the tournament of death where he like died? He like died yeah. and they like had choppered him off. Yeah, I yeah. talked to I've him. Seen... I talked to him on the phone while he was in the hospital, and then it was the last time I spoke to him. I hadn't spoke to him since then. Um, <laughs> Dude, what a horrible <laughs> last time! Was, it's like I just never talked to him again. He's still alive, but yeah, I yeah. think he's pretending he's dead because he doesn't want to talk to me. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's faked his death completely. Yeah. It's like what? Nick, you know, I know you're alive, right? <laughs> you're in the David Arquette documentary, uh, right? <laughs> Um, I have an immense, uh, Nikki and I have an imme- immense amount of, um, mutual love and respect for each other. Um, mm. but I haven't talked to him in a long, long ass time. I know that my old roommate ran into him at a show and he told him that he was living with me. And then he was like, Oh my God, tell Corey, I said hi. And like, was like, <laughs> and like, we went, he, I, this is the story I heard that he, he like went nuts for, cause I guess right. I, I didn't, no, you know what? Now I'm trying to think about it. Um, I did a, in 2008, I did a match in CZW when it was like a, it was like a Chris Cash memorial show. Uh, do you know who Chris Cash is? Yeah. He, he was he was a he was a he was a great friend of mine, and he he died. And they do memorial shows like every September for him. In two thousand eight was the last time I went there, and I did one, and I had a match against Michael Elgin. Okay, yeah, and and uh, Nikki was like, "Oh, dude, you're gonna love this match. You're gonna love working with this guy. I work with him in Ohio." Blah blah blah. And did he have the mullet back then? Was that after he no. shaved it? No, oh, okay. no. I dude, I, I don't know. I. There was nothing special. There was nothing special about that work, I have to say. Oh yeah, he's a piece of shit. I don't know if you kept up with that guy, but yeah, he's canceled, he's a, right? Oh yeah, big time. But he's still I think he's still on TV. I don't really know. But yeah, he was a real real sketchy dude. He was a dick. Too. I did his seminar with that guy. He was a real dick. He did yeah. not like 
he was like i uh, so i asked a question during his seminar mm-hmm. about like well because i was like somebody else at a different seminar to do this the opposite way so i just want to make sure like i want to show you this to see like what your take is on it and he's like well i think that's fucking dumb and i was like he's like who told you to do that and i was like Chase Owens from New Japan. <laughs> He's like, well, I'll do the respect Chase, but I mean, if we both check our bank accounts tomorrow, I'm going to be a little bit more happy, right? <laughs> and I was like, well, you're a dick, dude. That was a <laughs> yeah. Yo, yo, dude. Yo, dude. R- fuck that, dude. <laughs> yeah, check them out, dude. <laughs> like you just you, you just you just shit on somebody for nothing. No, there Nothing, was when you dude. say all due respect, that doesn't give you free reign to shit on somebody. <laughs> it was so, uh, man. But uh, then, then uh, Chase Owens is actually the original reason I decided to quit wrestling in the first place because okay, I, I posted a piece of advice that he gave me at a seminar, and then he got mad at me for posting it and said, That's breaking kayfabe. Why would you post that? And I was like, what are you talking about? You said this, not me. This is your what? advice. Kayfabe is so gone. There, there's no such thing anymore. Yeah. What is the, like, know, you dude. can't go, hey, I'm mad at you for breaking kayfabe. You tweeted a thing I said and said that I said it. Well, the oh, whole that's... thing I said, he said, he said it because he's like, well, if you don't do this, it's breaking kayfabe. I was like, oh, well, which is it, dude? Like, make up your mind. Do it or don't do it. It pays you money well, to tell me what, what I should what do. What was the situation. advice? What was the advice that he said? It was about when you shoulder tackle somebody, why would you just hit the ropes when they're down? Because the whole point of the match is to get their shoulders to the mat. So if they're mm-hmm. down and you run away from them, you're going to look like an idiot. And I was like, well, yeah, that makes sense. And so I like kind of well, tried to pass that on to my Facebook friends. He's like, no, that makes no sense. And I was like, actually, it makes way more sense now that, you, that when you actually put it to logic, it does make way more sense. Well, and, well, well, well I, I mean, a universal, a universal spot is a shoulder mm-hmm. tackle and yeah. then a drop down. So if you shoulder tackle somebody, you, sure, you can you can go for the pin right there. That's fine. Right. Uh, but I mean, like. You don't have to go for well, the pin every single time because you don't have most to, of the time. Most of the time in a universal, like it's usually like the first thing you do. So if you pin if you somebody after the stuff, first thing you do, you're they're, you're gonna kick. They're gonna kick right out. Right, but a good example though of like that is Finn Balor because Balor does that exact spot where he'll tackle somebody, pin them, and then they'll kick out and he'll get up and then they'll. The universal, like they do it mm-hmm. perfectly. I don't know how he's so smooth with it, but mm-hmm. I always thought it made sense. I actually started doing it afterwards, and it, it, it worked out. But I don't know. I just didn't really like the universal as is either, because mm-hmm. it's just like everybody where I was was doing right. it. For it's like match. it's so elementary. It's, like, it's ridiculously yeah. elementary. It's it's like what? Why do I want to no, look like every other every other match? What? No one knows how to grapple. No one wants to get like down and dirty on the mat. They'd rather just do all the high flashy stuff, you know what I mean? Like, I was more of like real, like technical mats guy. That's what I would. But it was it was boring to people because they were like, they're more interested in like the fancy dancy guitar guys that were there. Like, they didn't really care about. I don't know. I'm the fancy dancy guitar. (laughs) Yeah. Well, the thing was. What's your gimmick, fancy dancy guitar guy? <laughs> yeah, that's that's old fancy dancy guitar guy over there. He's a legend. Uh, 
<laughs> no, but like the yeah, they just had all these like crazy gimmicks, and it's like I just went there to wrestle, and it was just hard to do because like they did TV, they did TV time, and they switched from being like a just a normal show to like trying to do TV episodes every week. So everybody's matches were like five minutes with that's with an interruption between every match too, because like every match there for some reason would happen. I don't understand what, like, what the logic was behind a lot of that. So it was really, it was just really hard to like get creative and like do stuff because they just they were real particular about just doing what they wanted, and it became a lot less wrestling and just a lot more acting. And mm. I was just like, this just isn't really what I want to do. I would rather just like do fucking warm up matches for people, like for rookies, and just call it a day, like not even be involved in anything else. But there's no room for that there, so. Uh, they did dark matches though, so maybe maybe that's an option down the road where I could just go do those and not even be a part of the show, really. But here's the thing, man. Uh, you're you're gonna continue to become a draw in comedy, right? So so hopefully if you, I could get you canceled keep, though. If you keep building your name up, oh, you could get canceled because you look like because you look like Mike Quackenbush. <laughs> yeah. But it's like Mike Quackenbush says the N word on podcast. Like, <laughs> what? <laughs> uh, did you watch? Did you watch his video? His apology video. Mike Quackenbush. Yeah. Or about what? Yeah. Do. Um, like you know, Chikara got shut down, right? Um, oh, okay. I didn't know that Chik- either. Chikara got shut down because there was all these stories of like sexual shit with students and 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 uh where was all this i don't remember hearing about this at all did quackenbush get called out because that's crazy Uh, i think i think icarus got called out Uh, Um, okay well that makes sense because that guy was also a dick every every two time i met him he was a dick to me (laughs) so good for that guy what's so funny is that like when he got canceled it was like a week after he was at, he was here in my apartment. He did an episode <laughs> of my podcast. He lives he lives not far from me. He came over and we were hanging out. We were bullshitting for hours. <laughs> Dude, that sucks too. Because when that Me Too stuff was going down, like the second time in wrestling a couple months ago, the, the speaking out movement. Yeah, so many people I was like friendly with got called out, and I'm like, this looks bad on me because I didn't know that. I didn't know uh-huh. they were bad people. But I had yeah. like at least twelve Facebook friends get called out. And I'm what? Like, this is rough. Yeah, it was bad because I'm just friends with a lot of people. So I had a lot of because at the same time that the wrestling speaking out thing was happening, a lot of comedians were getting called out. Like that was around the time Delia and like Joey Diaz and Jeff Ross were getting called out for shit. Um, was when the speaking out stuff happened and like. Mm-hmm. I got in trouble for saying like just making a post like saying like like you guys are doing all this like vague booking about these speaking out stories but you're not naming a lot of people so it's like kind of hard to get them out mm-hmm. of the business you know what I mean and that caused like a big controversy a lot of people were mad at me for saying that because they're like well not everybody wants to like name their views or whatever but then now here we are fucking however long later and everybody whose name got mentioned in that big speaking out thing all got fired from WWE. So I was technically right. So none of well, them stayed. Velveteen <laughs> Dream just got fired and he's apparently innocent. 
Yeah, he's gone now, though. So it's crazy. I don't know. I I had met him a couple of times. Dream. Like, yeah. Um, oh, yeah. What a nice kid. I I mean, I like I said, he he like when he was brand new, he like refed a couple of my right. matches. Like, well, I watched him on Tough Enough, dude. I liked him a lot. He was cool. Mm-hmm. But but like honestly, dude, if he did like if he did like what's the word what's the word um baiting um he was grooming if he was grooming, doing yeah. that if he was doing that that's fucking gross like you, you dude just stay with people your own age right. like if they're children let them grow up to be adults and then well, talk to them his story that he put out his ex- explanation sounds believable but also sounds like it could have easily just been like a lawyer telling him like hey put this out there. You know what I mean? Like get people mm-hmm. guessing. Um, well, like, like, um, uh, Matt Riddle too, that he also got canceled, but he didn't well, get fired. He didn't really, his thing though, was he just kind of cheated on his wife. That was really more right. of his thing. Like she right. tried to say it was something else. And they, I don't know if that ever really got proved, but I, well, I knew the, I knew the girl, I knew the girl that, um, that was coming out right. saying stuff. It was another, it was like a trainee or something, wasn't it? No, no, it was a, no, she was, she was, I'm getting um, my stories mixed up. <laughs> she, she was the wrestler. Um, but like that, their drama seems to follow that girl anywhere she ever was, anywhere she's yeah. ever been. But she's like a New York Indies chick. Okay. But, uh, um, yeah, yeah, she, she's always been drama around that girl and who she, who she's trying to sleep with well, or whatever. That, that's it, the thing, dude, is like, it's, it's good for that guy for getting away from it. Cause like a lot of people I feel got just let go immediately for just barely anything when it came to allegations. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. like Marty, I don't think deserves anything that he got. Well, like Enzo, Enzo, to- Enzo totally needs to be brought back. He's so good. I Enzo- think about that. Got really fucked, dude. Because <laughs> they yeah, real, the thing real with him is they were just looking for any reason to get rid of him, and they're like, "All right, well, well this might like well be it. Yeah, <laughs> they didn't but like gonna, the thing was though is that since they fired him because of that, now everybody's like, "Well, he must have done it." You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Why wouldn't he have done it? Um, and they're like, "Okay, well, I didn't do it," and then WWE is like, "Okay, well, we still hate you, so you know, you're already was, gone." <laughs> what was bad? What was bad about it is like. Uh, dude, I'm a huge fan. I'm a huge fan of Enzo. Uh, I, I, <laughs> yeah. I think his 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 promo work is like beyond. Like n- nobody does promos that 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 epic. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and then he came out with the rap song. The first rap song, I was like, "Oh, this sounds pretty good." And then they like, then he listened to like the second one he came out with, and he was like, "Blah,", blah, blah. and I was like, "Wow, this is kind of corny." And then he then he said the line. In the rap song, gripping my consensual penis. He said yeah, consensual dude. penis in a rap song. <laughs> he that gave dude. no fucks. <laughs> he said consensual penis in a rap song. Uh, I don't think I don't think I want to. I yeah. don't think I, I, I want to talk about your rap and how good it is anymore. Now, now consensual for who? That's something we just later, but. <laughs> uh, yeah, dude, that's great. He actually did have one song that I thought was kind of catchy. I can't remember what it was, mm-hmm. but it was like a sadder song. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I guess he just got knocked out recently, too. Like, he's in the hospital right now. Oh, really? Yeah. Man. 
don't know, I don't know the story behind it exactly, but I I follow him on Instagram. I I didn't see any anything like that, but I've been seeing like he's posting lots of um, pictures with people at conventions and stuff. So oh, like, yeah. It, yeah, it's cool to see that kind of coming back. Well, because like he's kind of more of just a wrestler now. Like he's the people like him for rap, I guess too, and he's got he's doing like a lot of media, so he's becoming sort of popular just that way. Well, I know uh, he's got like a band now too. Like um, oh really? That's cool. Yeah, he's he's got a band now. I was watching one of his clips, and he was he was like with the band playing behind him. He was singing like a Tupac song, and I was like, Tupac says the n words in his song way too much for you to yeah. be singing. You he's can't like, do it. He's like, trust me, bro. I mean, sexual assault allegations is one thing, but don't say the N-word on camera, all right? Because then we're not going to be able to do anything with you. Because <laughs> guess what? They, if they film the sexual assault, you'd be fucked. We're filming the N-word right now, so just be careful. <laughs> uh, yeah, but uh, I, I definitely, I definitely see a future where he's, where he's back in mainstream wrestling, for sure. Well, and I dude, hope so. It was. It was super awkward, by the way. Now that now that I'm thinking about it, because we had Ricardo on our show the same week that Del Rio got arrested for his thing. What did <laughs> he get like, arrested for? Uh, so he's got a lot of like domestic sexual, abuse. Yeah, but like sexual domestic abuse allegations. Uh, to where like he's probably not getting out. Dude. It's like I think he's in jail right now. Actually. Oh yeah, I could be wrong. But I don't know if that's true. He might be out, but. The yeah, like there was a mugshot that went around. Uh, I don't remember exactly what he's in jail for though, but it's something domestic. Um, and they were just allegations, I think, but I think he was getting charged with something actually. Um, and I was like, this seems like why would we not have this up on the show? And uh, <laughs> so I asked him, like, straight up, is there anything you don't want to talk about? And uh, he's like, well, there's stuff going on with a that I would rather not speak of. And I was like, well, <laughs> good thing you said something. Because it's a story. Know, uh, okay. So <laughs> I was do- doing an interview with somebody who I'm not going to, I'm not going to say their names, but they were famous for, a, a, not they were famous for, but something they did was very famous. And the second, the second I said, is there anything you're not comfortable talking about? They said that thing. And I was like, I was going to bring that up. That was a thing I was going to talk about. <laughs> yeah, brother. If you could just not mention the sex tape, that'd be cool. Uh, <laughs> just don't bring that up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to, I'm trying to separate, I'm trying to put space in between me and that thing that I'm very known for. Yeah. It's like I don't think that's what you're known for, Hulk. I think <laughs> slamming Andre might be up there. <laughs> I wasn't necessarily talking about Hogan. I've never interviewed uh, Hogan. I'm just doing a bit. Yeah, I, I know. Would, I, I mean, honestly, dude, it would be a fun interview to have Hogan on would, a podcast. It would be um, a good get. You know what? I don't you, think he he'd do it. I have to say, there how do you there work are people, camera, brother. <laughs> there's <Just> so <laughs> yeah i don't think he would do it he's too busy he's too busy like it's like he's getting paid to like share clickbait it seems like, <laughs> like this is a hogan your your mic your mic came off bro
You gotta you gotta unmute it on on here. I was trying to make a joke, but I forgot uh, switches. It's never mind. I thought it would just be <laughs> <laughs> You blew the spot. I fucked it up. I'm sorry. I'm not Hulk Hogan. I can't do everything he does. <laughs> so dude, could you imagine if it was the other way around and Hogan accidentally called Booker T the N word? Man, that would have been a different time. And well, Booker T would have just said, <laughs> "Tell me, he didn't just say that." <laughs> yeah, that can you be- believe they they made Booker T sit there while Vince McMahon called John Cena the N word? What was that about? Why they just cuck fucking Booker T that way? <laughs> like, no, you're gonna watch. <laughs> you're gonna watch this racism up close and personal. Or Cucker T. <laughs> yeah, Cucker T. Oh man, that's good. <laughs> oh shit. There's a. Oh man, I wanted to tell you about. Uh, what do you What do you think about um, AEW? Uh, well, I don't really watch it. I kind of I try to keep up with it as much as I could. The last match I watched was the like very famous Young Bucks. Kenny Omega Hangman Page match, and that was really good. But okay, that was like going to a pay per view or something, right? Yeah, that was forever ago. But like, mm-hmm. other than that, it's just, I mean, I've seen more bad from them than I have really. It's cool to see a lot of my friends on there. That's nice. A lot of my friends are on there. It's crazy. But I mean, it doesn't make them better wrestlers. You know what I mean? They're still they were my friends for a reason because they weren't really that good. But. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and it's like I just keep seeing all my friends on Botchamania now because like they're like just got put out there before they're ready, and they just keep slipping and falling everywhere. Like, <laughs> nothing against them. I mean, it is kind of fun to like just talk shit now, just not being in the business. To just no, the consequence, the up. consequences don't really. Uh, yeah, you're like it's oh, like well, they're not gonna book me. Yeah, <laughs> get mad. I don't care. Fucking, <laughs> I don't care. Or well, what are you gonna do? Call comedy bookers and have them unbook me go ahead you don't even know anyone <laughs> well i mean dude honestly i, I i'm i have a wrestling podcast where i talk about wrestling and right uh, uh i'll I give like my opinions on shit that's like all we've talked about <laughs> sometimes yeah so, sometimes <laughs> it's unavoidable sometimes so the people like, the people who subscribe and listen to every episode are probably like, like guys all right, I'm, I'm skipping this one if you heard evolving this week all we talked about was wrestling so today on the wrestling podcast we're going to talk about pussy and uh <laughs> other dirty <laughs> words <laughs> uh so so like a- AEW, I I have already given hope I've given up hope on like being signed to WWE. I'm right at at this point. I've been doing it. I'm too old. Um, the I mean, but I mean it's it's cool as shit seeing my friends. I see all, a lot of my friends up there. I see Damian Priest, and I'm like, whoa, cool. He's my age. Right. He's my, maybe a tiny bit older than me, and he's signed. That's great. But um. He also doesn't have he doesn't have thirty concussions and brain surgery on his record. Right, so, right, right, right. So, uh, so don't worry, a couple months in WWE that'll change. 
give him a couple Nia Jax matches, and I'm sure he'll he'll be in a wheelchair. <laughs> uh, but well, when it comes to AEW, I think the for for me, I, I'm good enough to be there for sure. As right. a performer, I'm good enough to 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 be on on the level with 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 whoever you know whoever they would have put me in there with i i right. know that i absolutely know that like See, unwavering i know i'm not capable of doing that and that's why i was like just put me on this one show so i could get it out of my because like i just don't have the cardio i don't have the cardio to do all these like flippy doodah things that everybody's doing like so i would just look like shit compared to everybody basically <laughs> It wouldn't be worth it. I don't know. <laughs> so, uh, I, I, you know, I'll give my opinions on somebody who's been, uh, who has expertise in wrestling. Mm -hmm. uh, I'll give my opinions, and sometimes they won't be, uh, they won't be kind to AEW. But the fans for AEW are such diehard fans that they right. would like, they would like, probably, probably like hate me and. <laughs> Not want me to be there, you know. Well, dude, I don't know, dude. Some some of the internet has fucking turned their backs on AEW. Like, I, I all I see now is just like negative shit on the internet from them. Uh, I can't remember the last time I've seen anything positive about their stuff. Like, from the fucking the the, the terrible explosion, yeah, whatever that yeah. thing was. Yeah, from there's Cody's there's, weird promo that he cut that everybody's having a problem with. <laughs> I didn't have a problem with it. I thought it was fine. But. Dude, AEW botches is one of my favorite follows on Twitter. Oh, there's a whole Twitter following about like uh -huh. that's not a good. AEW botches. Uh, that's not good. Go, go follow them. They're really funny. <laughs> Were you ever on Botchamania? Have you ever? Been I've on been on. I've been on a few times. Yeah, I, I've been I, on once as a wrestler, but a couple times as a fan. Okay. So. <laughs> So, so I actually had Math Matthew from Botchamania on this podcast. And, really, That's and cool. we and we broke down this this whole show that that he he said is like it's from 2007. It's called it's like it's like notoriously bad. It's like the room of professional wrestling. Uh, mm. It's called Wicked Hanuman. It was from 2007, and I was. And I was in the first match on the show, and it was dog shit awful. <laughs> we broke down the entire show, but Test was on. The, it was like Test's last Ooh. match before he died. Oh wow! Really? That guy was a dick. <laughs> was he? Well, he was about to die, so I'd be kind of a dick too. He's like, <laughs> he's like, he's like <laughs> Yolo, Yolo. My last day. Yeah, he's like, I'm going out. Fucking, uh, dude. So what I had a pretty popular like wrestling tweet during the pandemic uh, mm -hmm. that Matthew liked. He favorited it on Twitter. And mm -hmm. I was like, please, please retweet this. Cause like, it's going to go so viral if he retweets it. And then he never retweeted it. And I feel like that's the reason I'm not a successful comedian today. It's because <laughs> I didn't get the Twitter following from the Botchamania guy. <laughs> Well, he didn't. He didn't retweet my the, him being on my podcast. So like, he's like, <laughs> he's like, he's like Cody, right? Your name's Cody, uh. <laughs> right? 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 It's like it's the favor. The favor is being on the show, not right. not not the following through and tweeting and showing that you were on the show. 
then that's with anybody anybody for the most yeah part. dude it's it feels yeah, like I mean, such a it feels like such a humongous ask to ask anybody to like put the thing over right right well and, sometimes i have people ask me to even just take their name off the show in general like don't even put their name on the podcast episode and it's like okay well i understand that yeah you know because <laughs> like you know some of the stuff we say i could see your fucking teaching job not wanting to listen to uh, but, well like yeah, I, I did i did a i did a thing where my old roommate he um he he admitted to a lot of like illegal stuff while he was on the while he was living here well, he would come on the podcast, and every time he was on an episode of the podcast, I would call it "Evolving with Cordy Castle and Friend," and he would just be called "And Friend," right? So he would never say he would never Hi say guys. his name. I'm And Friend, and right. today I'm going to be smoking meth on the air. Uh, good luck reporting want, me because you don't know I, my real name. <laughs> I wanted him to start his own podcast called "The Diary of And Friend." <laughs> that's good <laughs> Dude, i'm gonna be honest i've been I've, I've been uh i've been waiting to talk to you again because uh so between my circle of friends dude for years mm-hmm. i've been known as the pun guy that's been mm-hmm. what people come to me for you know mm-hmm. and i was watching the show back when you came back on and i noticed i was throwing some real shade at every pun that you threw out <laughs> I, I was like wow i'm not handling this well because you can't go to my show <laughs> i stole you your, I stole your gimmick yeah and i was like wow it's real hard to keep up with this guy i mean <laughs> and so i was thinking i was thinking maybe we have Corey come back we keep track of who has more puns throughout the episode we have like a competition a counter um but if I lose this competition, I don't know if I'm friends <laughs> with Joey and Joe anymore. They might kick me out of their group and well, start well, a podcast a, with you. Here's the thing. <laughs> when you when you're when you're when you're trying too hard, like if you wanted to like keep track and make an effort and go, well, this is yeah. a competition, uh, yeah. that that the competition of things turns me away from it. Well, we sh- what we should out. do is instead is we should make it backwards and do we should keep track of who has the most bombs of a pun. Because, like, then it would be a lot harder. You know what I mean? Because if you throw out a pun and it works, I mean, that's probably going to happen, you know? But yeah. it's the losses that count, I think. So maybe we should try to do it that way. <laughs> there, there, is a, there is one. I mean, if you, if you check on my TikTok, there's one. Um, they did a, a compilation of, like, like bombed puns from me from my wrestling podcast yeah uh, my wrestling podcast called Rassle rock r-a-s-s-l-e rock and then uh <laughs> you just plug your show on your show yes, that was cool. yes. <laughs> you gotta do it well i was also telling you because <laughs> he's like am i because <laughs> you I might want to i know you're out. watching I know you're watching UFC right now, but please check out the Joe Rogan experience. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Pause this podcast. You pause it. You go watch this. Then you pause come back. The, or, pause the live feed. And go check out think, a recorded episode. <laughs> if you're thinking, if you're thinking about remembering to come back, come back. But if you forget, whatevs. Yeah. And when you come back, we'll have evolved. So I think we... <laughs> We'll all learn something. <laughs> so I, uh, 
the 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 joke that I said was uh, that bo- it bombed hard, but it was like it was <laughs> it was my favorite. Some of my favorite jokes that I've ever done bomb real hard. I said, "What do you call Bray Wyatt if he's had too much coffee?" What? The caffeine. Oh, okay, that's good. That's not bad, yeah. actually. I would count bombed, that as a win. It bombed hard. Well, you you probably buffered. I'm not gonna lie. Internet connection was probably no. off. No. You know that thanks, happens to thanks, me a lot. Thanks for the thanks for the <laughs> justification. <laughs> that, that that nailed the excuse. Caffeine. But, That's good. Ah <laughs> uh, shoot. Well, so, they might not be doing the fiend anymore, which is sad. Isn't yeah. that the rumor? They might be getting rid of him. Which well, is fine with me, I guess. I don't really like him. <laughs> let's be honest. Well, is it is it because like is it isn't Bray Wyatt going through some like real life sadness? Oh, you mean that he cheated on his wife? Is that what you're talking about? No, like no, he's, or is he, there more? No, it's it's the Brody stuff. Oh, it's, the Brody thing. Yeah. So Bro- Brody being being gone is really affecting him, and uh, he just is taking some mental health time. I forgot all about that. So now I kind of feel like a dick for that wife joke. But, I mean, it's not like he didn't. It's not like he didn't do that. Yeah, he's like Brody's. Just like I can't believe you cheated on your wife, man. Well, see ya. He's like, yeah, I'm sad. Brody's last words were his disappointment in my relationship. <laughs> uh, that that shit came out of nowhere, dude. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, he was just so good. He was awesome, mm-hmm. and it sucks. Yeah. Uh, but hey, that's that's life, dude. You know what's funny it was me asking you about what year you got in wrestling, and I was like wondering because I know I had wrestled like only a few times in Ohio, and I was Where? like, oh, I wonder. Where did you wrestle? Uh, uh, Do you the, the one, the one was uh, ICW. Uh, it's like Insanity or something. Okay, I don't but know. Like, if- they're still around. It could be wrong. It was like Delirious was on the show. Um, John Moxley and Sammy Callahan were on. The, well, that's who I oh, went okay. there with. I went there yeah, with so them. A while ago uh, then. Yeah. So it was 2008, probably 2007, maybe. Uh, okay. And I went with them. That's what, the, the only reason I was in Ohio was because I was with them. So, um, and I wrestled a different show that was... Um, Oh, I forget what Ohio Championship. No, it's not Ohio. OCW. That's was, a thing. Is it? Um, yeah, Ohio Championship Wrestling is a thing. Was it like yellow? Was it yellow? Yellow letters? Where the? Uh, it might have been back then. Or is it OVW? Is that no, 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 no. That's not but, even in Ohio. <laughs> but I, I wrestled. I wrestled a little person. I had. I had my my. Oh, my I've done fav- that before. My favorite, my favorite wrestling a little person match. <laughs> well, my only one that I've had. the o- The only other uh, time I had, I had a match where it was like, oh, it was, it was in like Scranton, PA. It was like, um, right. Uh, I had a match where it was like I, I had just lost to one guy, and then, and then I got up and I started shaking the ref, and I was, I was. <laughs> And I was shaking him by his shirt, 
and it was Mike Keener. It was ECW ref Mike Keener. Right. And I was shake, I was shaking him. And then a little person climbed out from under the ring and and crawled up behind me. And when I was shaking Mike, then he pushed me and I tripped over the little person. The little person pinned me. It wasn't an official match. Right, right, right. Well, but, I mean, but, I would say that too if I lost to a midget, I guess. Yeah. Like, the bell never rang. What are you talking about? This guy's this guy's not licensed. Was that your midget impression? That's what it kind of sounded like. It's like, no, hey, buddy. I, no, I was I was impersonating myself on that one. Oh, okay. I, this guy's not licensed. Like, the bell well, never rang. Well, to be fair, I haven't met you, so you could be a midget for all I know. I mean... Well, with the funny, funny, funny thing about it was the guy, <laughs> the guy who ran the show. Uh, okay. So I had, I think maybe before that, or it might've been right after that. I'm not sure exactly the timeline on it, but when I had that match with that midget in Ohio, he was like, he was like, like you just, you just called him that midget. I don't know why that was funny to me. <laughs> because, because uh, I was said, said midget that I had spoken about yeah. earlier. That midget I was talking about earlier. So I, uh, the, so I don't think well, that, I had, there's pronouns. <laughs> that they, that they, yeah. they, them. that they, yeah. so I was wrestling they midget. <laughs> so, so, uh, we, the the spots were I remember I remember so much of it it was it was cool it was like a it was a triple threat match, um, and the the thing was like I kept calling the I was kept calling the the the, the little person I kept calling him a kid I was like I'm not getting I'm not wrestling this little kid like I thought it was like right. he had a lucha lucha mask on I was like I'm not gonna wrestle a little kid in a luchador mask and it was like a it was a triple threat and. And the guy, the other guy in the match was a, a triple threat. The guy was like, he's not a little kid. He's got tattoos. Look at him. And I was like, well, parents will sign permission slips for anything. That's why he's here. I don't, whatever, whatever it was, we, we did, we did the spot where, um, he, uh, he like laid on me to pin me. And mm-hmm. the, the other dude, the other dude like had his head, like he was laying flat on the mat with his head, like touching my head. We were both flat. He pinned me. I kicked out through him. He landed on the guy. One, two, kick out. Landed on me. One, two, kick out. That was the coolest fun spot ever. Uh, <laughs> and uh, oh man. And then uh, what was? Then then uh, he was like, it was weird because I was doing comedy too at the same time, and right. I came back home. And I, I had this this joke in my in my set that was like something about. I said I always wanted to meet. I always wanted to meet like a really, really shady liar midget, somebody who's like a like a midget who's like maybe sells drugs. And I wanted, wanted to go up to him and say, "Listen, buddy, I trust you just about as far as I can throw you." <laughs> so. I, I said that I said the joke and uh, you know got a laugh or whatever, and then I, then I got off stage and this lady came up to me and she was like, "Hey, don't use that word anymore." Midget? My son's a, yeah, and she was like, "My son's a little person and he's in comedy. I'm gonna tell him about you. Tell him you were really funny, right?" 
so then I get a then I get a, a a message on Facebook or something at the time, and it was like um, this guy Danny Washburn, who's like the. He, do you know who that is? No, I thought he's I like, might, but I he's like the, he's the he's the the little guy from from. Uh, see, saying little guy seems like such a. It seems dick weirder. Dick. It, it seems, seems weirder. Way more insulting. Hey, it does. little guy. What are you gonna right. do? You it's freaking twerp? Little, little person. <laughs> yeah, it does. It like it's it's. Uh, anyway, it's not. I'm not. I don't want to hurt this guy's feelings, right? Yeah. He's from. He's from the Seinfeld. Like he was on. Se- he was the midget on Seinfeld. Um, oh, okay. So he's he, like le- legit. Basically. Right. So this guy like hit me up and he was like, "Hey, my mom told me about me about you. She told me you were really funny." And then he was like. He was like, yeah, but you got to understand how like that word hurts our feelings, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, well, and and I I said to his mom, I said to his mom that day, I was like, I'm a pro wrestler. I've had matches with these midgets and they prefer that because they know that that's what brought them to the dance. They know that they're an attraction due to that fact. They wouldn't have a spot on the show where they're they're. Uh, getting as much spotlight as me if they weren't that 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 uh, spectacle your son yeah. wouldn't be on tv he wouldn't be a famous comedian if it, he's not funny enough alone <laughs> right like, i was like you're just hey. like looking at her you're like miss you know i could beat the fuck out of your son right i'm a <laughs> professional fighter i can <laughs> i know the moves <laughs> You know, I practiced beating up midgets before, right? I've had midget wrestling I, matches. I, I, when my little sister was a baby, I used to do joke slams on the mattress to her all the time. <laughs> yeah, and your midget son is no tougher than my little girl sister. <laughs> anyway, so I, not nothing ever followed up with this guy, but but for for sure, I think we we talked about it on we talked about it on my my first podcast that I used to I used to be on called Pot Trash. Check it out, it's Ooh, old archive old archived episodes of Pot Trash. There was only <laughs> we only did like thirteen episodes or something, but what a what a Lucky silly 13. goose time. <laughs> so, is there? Anything I want to give you the opportunity that mm. you could you could act like you're the host. Ask me anything you want to ask me, dude. Um, hmm. Well, I am kind of curious, actually. What which of your two podcasts do you think gets the most attention? Do you think it's this one or the wrestling one? Um, it's it's pretty tie. I think at this point, I don't know for sure. I don't I don't have um I don't have the the numbers from that one i don't have i don't get the stats for that one so i don't know is that one but just it, you or are there more people n- no it's it's me it's me rick connor and uh mark kalbacher they're they're my friends who we talk about wrestling rick rick used to be my tag partner in wrestling he used to be in ccw oh, okay. we we trained together at ccw when when we were young so um <clears throat> he was he was known as rick feinberg back in ccw uh, I don't know if you're if you followed at that point. At I mean, that I, I didn't follow the old uh, CZW really at all. Uh, you mentioned like Moxley and Callahan. They mm-hmm. co- my trainer trained both of them. 
Okay. Yeah. So right. that's that's kind of my claim to fame in wrestling. But uh, right, they were like with. Well, they told me that it was him and Les Thatcher. Les Thatcher. Yeah. Everybody tries mm-hmm. to give. If it, depending on who you ask, it was Les's school or Cody's school because Cody okay. did all the training, but Les was the owner of the school. Mm-hmm. It was HWA, mm-hmm. which was basically Cody's training place, but uh, mm-hmm. it's Les's like area. So like he pretty much, yeah. I don't know anybody that says they're trained by Les uh, before like Cody started training there. I just assumed was trained by Cody. So now, now, do you know that you're saying Les? Is that not how you say it? I don't think so. Right? It's Les. Yes. I didn't want to call him Les because that (laughs) felt weird. Like less (laughs) than Thatcher. (laughs) Les Les sounds bad too, but Les sounds bad as well. Maybe it's Les. My name is Liz, Liz Thatcher. I, I think it's I think it's short for Leslie. <laughs> is it it's really? Spelled with, it's spelled with an S. Yes, dude. I don't know if that's worse or better than Les. <laughs> Whatever. My name is Leslie. I don't. I don't Judd Apatow did a whole bit about it in his his Netflix special. His oh, I didn't his, watch Judd Apatow's Netflix special. <laughs> <laughs> I just like his movies, really. But well, when he did Crashing, um, uh-huh. when he did Crashing, he went on tour with um, well, not on tour, but I know he did like uh, a show in Philly at the at the Trocadero with like uh, Pete Holmes and Artie Lang, mm-hmm. and I went to that and I saw all the material that he did on his Netflix special, but I know he did a thing where he was talking about his wife's name is Leslie and he had been calling her Leslie for her for like oh. 20 years of their relationship. And he was it's like, not the same. Nope. <laughs> no, and dude, she, and she like, she like made a fool of him to correct him after like them being married for like 15 years. You know, it's Leslie, not Leslie. Oh, okay. Well, I'm just going to call you a bitch from now on. How about that? <laughs> How about that? <laughs> Well, I don't know. I don't know what Les Thatcher. I don't. I don't know him personally, but uh, I think we're friends on Facebook or something. Yeah, uh, everybody's friends with Les because he just accepts people. I mean, he doesn't check. <laughs> I mean, I fucking yeah. Uh, I've never met him either. Mm-hmm. Well, I only I know of him about I know about him due to Sammy, and then then uh, yeah. and then. Um, I think he did stuff with Danny Cage at the Monster Factory, which is oh okay, yeah. which is like uh, uh, I I I don't want to say it's it's kind of like a like a like a third home for me, you know what I mean? It's like mm-hmm. a play, it's a, I don't want to say it's my second home, but it's like a I'm I'm welcome there. I'm I, right. I belong I belong there when I'm there. It's not like a hey, look at this outsider who's here trying to be cool like us. Right, 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 right. I, I have a I have a storied past with the monster factory and Danny cage. Yeah. Mm. He deleted me on Facebook. I'm pretty sure. I don't know what for. <laughs> but, I don't know. I mean, it's fun you, to you're, watch. You're, him you're pretty controversial. You're pretty controversial. Pretty controversial. Yeah. 
Uh, he must have said something that made him mad. But it it was fun to watch him go after Val Venus on Facebook. Every well, day. yeah, that was fun. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I have a comedy show in June that Val Venus is going to be at. What? It's gonna be. Yeah. It's like That's a, cool. It's a like pot festival. There's like wrestling, music, and uh, comedy. And I'm performing two nights at like a house of blues. So if you're oh if you're around there, because I know like you're located close to that area. Uh, <laughs> so if you're listening and you want to come check that out, go check it out. Uh, I think it's called Boardwalk Buds. Mm-hmm. It's June 25th through the 27th. Uh, um, but yeah, I got I got what some else? whack news. I got some whack news for you, Tony. What? <laughs> so the 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 audio episode isn't going to post to like August or September. <laughs> All right. Well, if you guys came to the pot show, uh, well, thank you very much. Yeah, but, you guys but, would have seen great people like uh, TNA's Homicide's going to be there. Uh, current Deathmatch superstar Jay Schlack will be there. Who else is going to be there? <laughs> There's a lot of big name wrestlers, but who? Who you mean? Were there? Yeah, they were there. You guys missed it. Schlack fucking lost more teeth. It was crazy. Homicide literally killed somebody. It was he killed New Jack. He missed it. I think that happened around this time. I can't remember. Uh, but, yeah. but but I'll put the 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 video of it on YouTube like tonight probably. But okay, the, cool. Well, if you're listening to this now, the video if of you're that wa- set. If you're watching the video of it, yeah, effing go to the June 25th thing. But if you're, but if listening, you're listening to the you missed audio, it. yeah, you could go, go find the video of my set from that show on YouTube, probably. <laughs> if they let me record. They might not, but we'll see. <laughs> so what's the what's the uh the, the pandy been for you? Like for comedy wise? What's the pandemic the, been? Well, I was one of the few people around here that didn't stop doing comedy. Like I had a friend who when I started doing comedy, it was in his basement because he runs like a basement showcase every uh, couple months. And so he's like, well, I'll give you guys the basement throughout the pandemic if you want to just come like do your own shows. So we did like small shows, like 10 people maybe. Um, and just really worked on some stuff. And I mean, even back then, though, I still had like shitty material. So we ended up another open mic started back up. I started going there. And I was just doing one open mic twice a week, every week, like really just starting to like write new material. And I would say throughout the pandemic, I became t- 10 times better like writer. And mm-hmm. uh, I have 10 times better stage presence than I did before the pandemic. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. It definitely man. helped a lot. I think. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think I had a lot of time to just write. And I also started smoking like herb. I used to vape marijuana. I switched to the, the flower. And I think that really set a lot of stuff off up here because my writing is just crazy different. Uh, I changed a lot of things in my life. I feel no, like, like you, you like went through the like weight loss and stuff too, right? That was accidental though. Cause like really all I was trying to do was get back in shape for wrestling. Cause I had a real puking issue when mm-hmm. the pandemic kind of lifted and wrestling came back. Uh, I was having like bad, like just internal issues to where I couldn't make it through a match without barfing. So I tried mm-hmm. to make a gimmick out of it. And then 
I like I brought a bucket to the ring that said puke on it. And then I didn't I didn't puke that match. So I was like, fuck, now I'm in shape now that I need it for a gimmick. Um but yeah, that was that was really just by accident. I didn't mean to lose twenty pounds so quickly. I was trying to lose weight, but I really I wasn't paying attention to it. And I was like, wow, I look tiny. And then I, I weighed myself. I was like, no fucking way, dude. This has gotta be off. And yeah. Okay. Uh, so I want to um, just make sure for, for me, what's really important for these kind of conversations. I know this is like, this is our technically our second one we've had, but it's kind of our first right. like real like one-on-one uh, that we've had a chance to get. I want to make sure I say on the record that I'm, I'm glad that we've connected. I'm glad that mm-hmm. we're, we're so similar as people. And uh, it's, it's great to find like your, your like tribe mm-hmm. and and I'm I'm grateful for you spending the currency of your effort hanging out with me and becoming my friend. No problem, buddy. And, and fucking, I, you I, 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 yeah. I, I just want I'm hoping this is just the start, bro. Cheers. This is the the very first chapter in where we go. I want to make sure I offer to you that I would love to be any kind of resource for you that I could be. If you ever have any questions or anything, any, any kind of conversations you feel like you need to have, or you just need judgment free conversations with somebody. You just need to vent. I'm not hard person to get a hold of dude. You, I'm always around. I'll, I'll respond to everybody all the time. That goes for anybody listening. If this is your first time listening to evolving with Corey castle, well, let me tell you how much I appreciate the currency of your effort. Thank you so much for your time. And thank you so much for the download. And and for sure, uh, also, if this is your first time, make sure you hit the subscribe button or maybe go back and check out the other 124 episodes. Or, uh, what, what, how many episodes? Am I even... I'm, I'm wrong, aren't I? A hundred and... <laughs> I don't even know. 200 episodes... 240 other episodes. <laughs> 241 other episodes. And honestly... Uh, Dude, this is some of the the funnest stuff in my life, and I'm I'm glad that I was able to include you in this. So on the record now, in the very beginning of a, what our friendship is going to be, thank you, and I I'm I I adore it, and I appreciate you. Why well, I appreciate being invited on, especially right after our show, because that doesn't always happen. Sometimes I get deleted by people. I mean, not everybody takes our show very well. But well, yeah, dude, we, this is great. <laughs> we're we're so we're so alike though. I mean, it, we have we're so on the same wavelength right. with a lot of like our creative endeavors that right. I, I wanted to make sure that uh, we connected. And I hope you know this is just the start. Uh, yeah, it's nice to have like minded friends because that's all I'm kind of mm-hmm. looking for in this world. You know, I did realize mm-hmm. recently that I don't have a lot of friends, so <laughs> it's nice to make do. You know, and that's why I invite random strangers onto my podcast because you never know. Mm-hmm what it could lead to. I've made several mm. friends that way. And, uh, Corey is one of them. Cause now I'm here on his show and he's definitely <laughs> coming back on my show for sure. Uh, my show, by the way, is curious cats podcast, which you could check out by going to curious cats podcast.com. You can find all the info there. Um, <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Thank you for I, putting that. If over. you, if you go check out my show and then listen to this in August, cancel me. <laughs> Don't cancel Corey. Uh, get me in trouble. <laughs> Leave Corey alone. Okay. Uh, 
<laughs> by, by this point, I think if there's like, I, and I think I said this, I said this back. I don't, can't even, I think when Shane Gillis got fired from SNL uh, before he ever started, when I was like, if you guys are, if you guys want to listen to every single episode of my podcast and skim through every minute to try to find stuff to cancel me for, at least you'll have listened to every episode and you'll right. know me a little well, bit better. That's why I say fucked up shit because I know no one's listening. I'd be like, did you listen to my show? He's like, yeah, dude, I totally check out your podcast. He's like, oh, really? Okay, well, <laughs> then you're a bigot, you piece of shit. No, but <laughs> but it's like it, it's like it's like this too. You know what I mean? The, if you find if you find the things entertaining and the things that you love, the things that you love are part of what I am and the presentation of what this is includes the stuff that you might not be comfortable with in the moment, but it's coming from a genuine place. Like for sure, uh, even if, even if you're hate listening to me, even if you're hate listening to my show, I appreciate you. And I hope that you find life changing, life changing conversations in, in these things. And some of them are going to be different. Some of them are going to be worse. Some of them are going to be better. Like I said to you earlier today, I was like, Oh, that was not one of my favorite episodes. One of the ones you listen to. <laughs> so yeah. It's, well, I want people to fucking hate watch though. Cause like if they hate watch, then the word gets out. And then people that want to actually watch will be like, okay, well maybe I'll check it out. If, if this is what, you know, they're into, um, well, I mean, the show is called Evolving, so I yeah. have the have the the excuse of I always want to be better. I wanted to have this show so that, like for for a long time, I always talked about how I wanted to write a book. I wanted to write like an autobiographical book, but I was like, uh, nobody nobody care. My name isn't anybody. My name isn't anything yet, and nobody nobody really cares. So, uh, but the, also the, the other part of that was like, I feel like if I said something in a book, then that's on, it's on record. It's in, it's in ink printed and published. And it's like, I I might say something in there that I don't agree with in 10 years. So when in 10 years you come to me and go, Hey, you said this thing in your book and uh, that really hurt my feelings. I go, well, I didn't mean it. And I felt that way 10 years ago when that was done, but I figured instead I'll have a, 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 a audio, an audio show where I can say, if I said something last week, I don't agree with anymore. I can go, Hey, you know, I, I said that thing. Right. I learned more. I evolved since then. Hey, and there the- you go. It's like <laughs> this week, we're not going to say racist things because we evolved. So <laughs> that's how you look at it. I should <laughs> right. take the name of your podcast. Cause I think I need it more than you. Do I, it. I say Do way it. more fucked up things. <laughs> so, uh, I got, I got just a couple more things and I'll send you off into the sunset with a hot dog and a handshake. You ready? Sick. Okay. So, so I call this segment audio time travel. Okay. Okay. So, so the fact that like we're on the record, like I said, and, uh, some, sometimes I want to say like the people who love you, like your, your girlfriend, or like if you have kids, maybe your kids or somebody listens back to this audio in 2041, 20 years from now, they Jeez, come I across might not this. Even be around, right? Might you be might, you there. might, you might be way <laughs> gone. But in this moment, I want you to 
audio time travel right through that. So you're speaking right to that person who cares about you and wants to learn a little more, a little more, a little more things that like help you evolve to a better version of yourself and, and can maybe inspire them to do the same. So I'm talking to myself. No, you're talking to, you're talking to somebody who loves you 20 years. Somebody who loves me. 20 years who stumbles across this this recording okay if you're watching this i am dead uh that's how i would start um so i I mean i guess my advice would be to figure out a way to become self-aware because that's the only way like you're gonna change anything about yourself the only way you can evolve is by first discovering that you have to evolve and figuring out what exactly needs to evolve. So before you can even do anything to change, you have to figure out what needs changed, how to change it. You know, when you figure out a plan, get your whole fucking, like, it's not like, all right, now I'm going off into pot raining. Um, but you know what I mean? Right? Like if you don't, like, like if you can't, tap into your own brain and figure out like your own flaws and like what you need to get better at, then you're never going to get better at those things. Have you ever heard of the OODA loop? No. Is that okay, a cereal? So, no. <laughs> the OODA loops? Uh, you just eat OODA loops? <laughs> no. It's like a, it's like, it's a O-O-D-A. It's like observe, uh-huh. observe, orient, decide, act. And it it's the loop. So like, right. so you got to know what you're observing and and orient to that before you right. decide to act. Um, See, I think that's what's cool about having like mental illness. Sometimes it's like you're you're more honest with yourself about yourself. You know what I mean? Because you're like, it's not really negative. Sometimes more of it is just like honesty, and you're like, like okay, well, if I want to stop feeling this way, then maybe I should just do something to change it. And Honestly, losing weight for me was not so much a physical thing and more of just a mental thing. Cause I just, I noticed I lost weight when I gave up wrestling and like, you know, really just doing stuff for other people when I started focusing on myself. And then that's when I got healthier and I, I feel a lot better now, you know? So just figure out like what your thing is that's like making life hard for you and get rid of that shit. And, you know, you can replace pretty much everything. I changed entire career paths and look how fucking much better I am now. Uh, that's what I would say. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So the way I wrap it up every time is every, every yeah, show the way we do we, the, the, way- the Wayne's world time travel thing. Should we? <laughs> <laughs> All right. I just but, felt like that was appropriate. <laughs> so the way, the way we wrap every episode is I, I'll tell you, Hypothetically, I've gifted you this show. So from now on, the show is Evolving with Tony Watson. This has been the very first episode, your pilot episode of your new podcast, Evolving with Tony Watson. And you got to give takeaways to inspire listeners, just like a Jerry Springer's final thought. Uh, Just however long you want to do it, do your little takeaways. What we... You know what? What what can inspire us to evolve to a better version of ourselves? And also, just to keep it silly at the end, do your best impression of Alf, and say, "Hey, Willie." Is that what Alf sounds like? I can't remember what Alf sounds like. 
Uh, well, just just do what you think. I, you I'll should do what with. I. Okay. Outfit sound like. Uh huh. So I'm I'm pretty much sounding off here. Is what you want me to do? Right. Uh, so on today's episode, folks, we saw a lot of couples fight each other. Uh, anyways, <laughs> um, yeah, man. Like I said, just you know, the whole theme of the show is evolving. You know, and I mean, I think the best way to evolve is to watch the show, honestly, because we talked about we gave a lot of sound advice, good life advice to people about how to change themselves, how to get better. It's really more of a motivational show. If you think about it. So what you need to do first is you need to check out this show with Corey. That's your first step. Okay. You need to get that in your life before you can even do anything. Uh, Cause the motivation needs right here. I mean, this is, that's what we're doing this segment for to give you motivation. And if you're not hearing it, you're not getting motivated, baby. So that's the first thing I want you to do. I want you to figure out a time and place. First off, you got to find a time to listen to a podcast. What better time than working out, baby, get a gym membership. Get on the treadmill, turn on Evolving with Corey Castle, get motivated to get better in life, and things will change. I promise. What and, better place uh, than here? What better time than now? Evolution is a mystery, baby. And the only way we're <laughs> going to find out is to chase that dream. <laughs> and what does Alf say again, Corey? Hey, Willie. Hey, Willie. <laughs> No, that's, uh, if I would have closed, if I would have closed my eyes, I would have been like, "What is Alf here? Is Alf is, that, is Alf on my show? Oh, it's what either a Alf, yeah, it's either Alf or the child molester that lives down the road. I don't know that's whose creepy my, voice my, it is. My biggest guest that I've gotten so far, my big guest is, that, is Alf. It's really. You had Alf on the show? <laughs> no, every every episode I have somebody do an Alf impression. Oh, yeah. oh okay. So if you're listening to the audio, then you will be easily fooled. Uh, you will be audio, audio fooled. <laughs> Trickery. Yeah. You would have thought I had an Alf puppet here. That's how good it was. <laughs> so one more time. One more time. Appreciate you. Appreciate all of your effort. Uh, not Thanks. just you, Tony, but everybody who's 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 you know dialed into this and and really is t maybe taking away something great from it uh if not i mean pl pl please just make sh make sure you hit subscribe make sure you share it make sure you tell your friends i mean if it's if it's valuable to you and it takes you like two ep two seconds to to put some effort into um just one little subscribe button one little like also make sure I just want to say this is public service announcement and this I'm going to say this goes absolutely for me too. Be kinder to yourself. You spend more time with you than anyone else does. Might as well like yourself. Be kinder to yourself. Tell everybody who you love that you love them. Stop hating your family members. Get over that shit because look, for, forgiveness is important when you've only got a certain amount of time to live. Tell the people that you love that you love them. If you want to just love them from afar, love them from afar, but know that you made that effort. Be fun. Have safe. Keep evolving. Word. <laughs>